Powered by the Perdona Scar Studios on the Black Stage in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and broadcasting from down under outside Brisbane, Australia. It's episode 71 of the Primetime Jukebox. Tonight, we talk about songs you would be surprised we love. This is going to be a lot of fun. And as always, the Primetime Jukebox is sponsored by Perdomo Cigars. Awarded Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014 by Cigar Journal, the Perdomo 20th anniversary brand has consistently earned the highest scores in the industry and is the top seller in humidors around the world. The Perdomo 20th anniversary blend requires tobaccos have been carefully hand-selected and are well-aged for a minimum of eight years. The Perdomo 20th anniversary is offered in three distinct wrappers, a smooth, creamy Ecuadorian Connecticut, a rich, earthy Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a dark, oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. Combining these beautifully barrel-aged wrappers with thick, high-priming binder and filler tobaccos gives each blend a balanced complexity with layers of rich flavors and smooth, elegant aromas. Perdomo Cigars is a family-owned and operated company headquartered in Miami, Florida, with manufacturing and agricultural facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua. Perdomo's highly acclaimed cigar brands include the Perdomo Estate Selection Vintage, the Perdomo Double H 12-year Vintage, Perdomo 20th Anniversary, Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary, Perdomo Abano Bourbon Barrel Aged, Perdomo Lot 23, Perdomo Menso 70, and many more. For great tasting notes and pairing information, check out the Perdomo website at www.perdomocigars.com. And we want to mention Aganorsa Leaf. Great leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive flavor of their Carojo 99 and Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of their JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf special. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. And I want to mention JRE Tobacco. The authentic Corojo leaf is one of the most robust and flavorful tobacco leaves out there. During the golden age of cigars, Cuba was a leaf of choice to make some of the world's greatest cigars. Because it is one of the most challenging ones to cultivate, it fell out of favor by the 1990s. In the Hamastran Valley in Honduras, Julio Aroa took on the challenge of growing Corojo from the original seeds. And in 2000, he successfully reintroduced authentic Corojo back to the market. With over 50 years' experience in the tobacco business, from growing and curing tobacco to cigar production, the JRE Tobacco Farm has been able to continue to deliver products to market with authentic Carojo. Now with JRE Tobacco, Julio and his son Husto bring their very own brand to market, each containing that authentic Carojo leaf. Aladino is available in 100% authentic Carojo Puro, San Andreas Maduro, Ecuadorian Connecticut Shade, Honduran-grown Cameroon, or Abano wrapper, representing the Golden Age Cigars from 1947 to 1961. Now available at your local retailer, be sure to ask for Jerry Tobacco, a legacy that is tasted in every drawer. And finally, I want to mention Drew Estate. You can check out and download the Drew Diplomat app for your mobile device. Keep up with everything going on Drew Estate. Experience the subculture that is the rebirth of cigars. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. For more information, check out www.drewdiplomat.com. And as always, all the live streaming for the Primetime Network of Shows is sponsored exclusively by Drew Estate, as well as the California Studios for the Thursday Primetime Show. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Primetime Jukebox, episode 71. This is a late May edition. This is Will Cooper. I am on the black stage here in the Perdomo Cigar Studios, and I'm really glad to be joined by my friend and colleague around the world in the other hemispheres, Mr. Dave Burke. Hello, Coop. Now I'm excited for this show. This is uh, a show that uh, that's got a lot of... uh, 
excitement online, a lot of buzz when it, Coop it, announced it. Yeah, yeah it, this was your brainchild. I want, and and that's a positive because I think it's it's going to be a very fun show. Not that we don't do fun shows, but this one's going to be <laughs> fun. Um, and you know because we're going to we did stuff about going out of our comfort zone, but that was this yeah. is a little different. I would say what we're going to do today. Yeah, it is a bit different. It um, it also it's one of the few times that our song lists are cold. So usually, yeah. usually what we do is we have show notes with the songs on it, so you know what we're doing and can run smoothly. But this we want, we don't want to e- surprise just the listener. We want to surprise each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I thought when you suggested that that was the way to go with this. Um, yeah. going in cold with this, um, I think it's going to make, I, like I said, I was talking to you right before, in the green room before the show. I don't think we're going to have overlap. I'd be surprised if we did maybe mm. on an artist, but that would be about it. Oh, I can't wait. I, uh, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be fun Yeah, to, it, it's to gonna, do. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, to do. And I'm really, like I said, I'm pretty excited about, about what we got, uh, planned with this show. And uh, it's good to be back with you. We, we've had a few weeks off. Uh, mm. Most of it, my scheduling has been very tough. Um, so I appreciate your patience and uh, really excited that we're back in the saddle here right now. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. I and mean, it'll be interesting because a while ago we were doing the um, Squint Skip and John on talking about uh, the song list. Um, from um from the show about uh the chef what's what's his name again Coop, oh, the God, oh the anthony bourdain yeah anthony bourdain his song list and we were sort of saying how we were picking each other what each other were picking from the song like we could pick each other's songs that we were going to pick yeah so it'll be interesting to see if coop and i can surprise each other yeah I, i'll be curious like i said as we go through it, we could kind of give our reaction back on this one um I really did try to go out of the box with a couple of these for sure. And then there's like, I said, and then there's going to be some, like I told you for the unpopular ones I picked. Hey, but, but it's legitimate. I really like these. I'll talk about these tracks. Yeah. It's legit. But before we do that, got to call up my show notes here because it's time to talk about, Oh, just the, the, well, talk about the email. Cigar jukebox at gmail.com. Yes. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, Coop, and I like comments on Twitter at Cigar Jukebox or Cigar or at, you know, Cigar, uh, Will Cooper. Yep. Um, I want to see, like, how surprised people are. I want to see the reaction. Yeah. Of like, oh, my God, how can you like that song? What's the. <laughs> and what's interesting, I was getting people suggesting stuff, at least for me. Right. And right. it's funny. There was one suggestion where it's not the same song and artist, but it's in the same vibe Ooh, so the person the wasn't like, vibe. yeah it's in the same vibe and i'll t- i'll reveal what that song is like was suggested but which which one i'd already picked for it oh yeah all right yeah. i can't i can't yeah. wait i got yeah so we got that we got the website cigar jukebox so i did a uh a um record review of the new harry styles record harry's house yes uh which i guess in a nutshell it's still a good, a still a fun album, but not as good as his other two, I don't think, for me. But it's still good. I really liked it. Now, I haven't yeah. yet gotten to a point where I can assess where it is with the other two. But I will tell you this. This is an album that will grow on you each time you listen to it. Oh, yeah. It, um, his vocals on it, though, Coop. Like, there's a couple songs where he layers vocal tracks over each other, and it's just so good. 
Yeah, and it's clear he didn't try to do the same album as the first two. No, yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a Grammy-nominated album. I don't mm. think there's any doubt about it. I, I think it's too early to say if he's going to win it. Um, as it was, I think it's become the song, like the, the big hit of the year. This song's like a monster mm. hit right now. Mm. Um, and it's interesting. I was on vacation with my family, and I could talk about this song with my kids and my mom. And right. kind of cross that generation. And I look at that. And I'm like, it may not be my favorite song. Right. But I kind of get it. Uh, like that's a song that's definitely connecting with people. Mm. So I guess I, said, I, I would. Uh, I think you gave a very fair review of the album. though. I think it was. It's like I said, the jury's out on me where this is going to lie uh, in the Harry Styles trilogy of albums he's got right now. It would be interesting to see what his next album is, because, you know, he's going to make a next one. But yeah, yeah. It, it'll be interesting because he's kind of around that fourth record. He's tried some stuff. That's going to be tough. The fourth, the third record's tough. The fourth record's even tougher. Is he Is he going to, like, it's kind of at a, like, I put in my review that sort of like Harry's at a crossroads. It's sort of like he's done kind of homages to different styles of music for the first three. And it's like, we really haven't gotten, like, his sound, quote, unquote. Like, I mean, you look at other artists like Taylor Swift, for example, that with Folklore and Evermore, even though those weren't her fourth record, she kind of had her sound going for a while. Like, OK, this is the Taylor sound and it's sort of been going since since 1989. She sort of had a certain sound and then she broke totally off grid with with uh, yeah. those two. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if Harry tries to do the same, like just go totally off script with the next record. But but no, I mean, it's a solid record. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see him in concerts. He's very good, so that should be good. Is he? You you earlier like late last year you gave him your now or never. Yeah. How hey. is, how has that worked out right now? Good. I mean, I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good album. It's it's getting well received. Yep. And, and he's got it. Hey, it's a good it was it's a good week for now or never because the other person that got the now or never was Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he and, you know, I mean, yeah. talk about a week of music like you got yeah. the two most the hypest releases in the right. same like 10 days or something. Yeah. 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 And, that, and he put true. out that record. There you yeah, go. So. Yeah, absolutely. They listen to the show. Coop is what I'm saying. They do. Lord. They, Lord got an hour. Never. She put out her record. They yep. listen to the show. Yeah. Um, I just started listening to it. So I don't want to maybe we'll talk about it next year, but I did hear Hornsby's new record. And it's a yes. out of the box record for him is what I'll say. It's very mm -hmm. different than when he's done in a while. So um, I've kind of have to give that a few more listens before I kind of give my thoughts on that. It's a, it's well, a, where was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it's a good record. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when was this? Was that two years ago that he put out that record and then did stuff with um, bon, with uh, Justin Vernon with Bon Iver? Was that two years? Yeah, ago? That was two years ago, I believe. Yeah. That really put him back on the map. That record was brilliant. Yep. So that's so it's good to see a good follow up from him. So yeah, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Um, so the other only thing it's a, there's a single on uh, that I talk about on the website from Danger Mouse mm -hmm. and Black Thought. Now, Danger Mouse, you haven't heard of heard from for a while. A while yeah, uh, he was producing stuff with like Karen O and like Broken Bells. And, but he hasn't been in the hip hop space for a long time. Um, and this record, I mean, this is a single, but the record's coming out in August. 
that it looks amazing. Like run the jewels are on it. ASAP Rocky is on it. Like it's looking like this is going to be one of the bigger hip hop releases of the year. It's coming out in August. Interesting. So, yeah. And so, and and it kind of snuck up on me. So check out the website for, for that latest single. It's definitely got a, uh, a uh, danger mouse. If you if you're familiar with his production, it's got his kind of vibe all over it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a big danger mouse fan. I think he's a hell of a producer. Mm. Well, he's producing again on this and taking. I mean, it's more than a pr- production, really. Like because it's called like a co- it's called like a collaborative record. So right, right. Yeah, so it's more hands on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so that's exciting. So. So no, and then I mean, and then other. I guess the other. This kind of goes in the music news where uh, I made I made my cake, and and Dolly was inducted. Yeah, um, I called I, it. I thought he was gonna get in. I I kind of weakly called it. I said, I didn't yeah, we're gonna knock her off the ballot, and yeah. Um, well, let me, let's, let's let's hit the cake first. How was the cake? Because cake was good. Cake was good. Uh, thank you, Coop, for sending the cake. Very, it looked very good. Uh, we, we actually sent you all the cake because we don't need a lot of cake in the house. So, yeah, you, so I thought it'd be one. It was like it was like a it was like a tr- it was like a trunk full of cake. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you're probably the only person in Australia with that. So uh, oh. you might you're like one of millions that have that one of a million like or, you know, one. In, I don't know. Yeah. Population of Australia, but hey, tens of millions. It, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we uh we made it. It's just so like sort of uh, what we're going to do next time is a two tier one. Oh, we're thinking as we were eating it. It's very yeah. good. Very coconutty. Yeah. It looks Let's flavorful. Good... Look flavorful. Oh. I was glad it made it there. Yeah. Uh, made it was... there all in one piece. There was some like frosting everywhere or anything. It was all. Yeah, it was good. We, yeah, it was a heavy box. It was like, oh, <laughs> but, uh... but no, I, I appreciate it. It was it's been a dolly week. She got inducted. I yeah. made a cake. I went to the musical nine to five last night. I saw the picture you put up of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was a big week for Do- Dolly was very gracious on the induction. Uh, yeah. Handled it like a true professional. Here was what was interesting, Dave. So mm. seven artists got in, right? It was Pat Benatar, Duran Duran. Or I should say seven Oof. got in by the vote. Pat Benatar, mm. Duran Duran. That checked my box. Eminem, Eurythmics. Mm. I was very happy mm. with. Yeah. Dolly. Lionel Richie and Carly Simon. But here was what was really interesting this year. The fan Weird. vote went Duran Duran number one, Eminem number two, Pat Benatar number three, Eurythmics number four, and Dolly Part number five. They all got in. And Dolly slipped in the vote, I think, when that whole thing happened. When she yeah. Had, she was higher in the vote. So the, I don't know. It was interesting that the fan vote went like that. Mm. Uh, and then Judas Priest kind of got in as a musical excellence. Along with uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis for producers, they come Jimmy out- Jam, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they uh, come out that- Prince thing, yeah, yeah. The people that don't know Jimmy Jam, big, big out of the Minneapolis sound and production yeah. and stuff. So good yeah. to see Jimmy Jam in there. Yeah, so um, you know, I thought it was like I said, I thought it was an interesting. Uh, it was it was an interesting vote. I think I'm very happy with most of the selections. Mm. Uh, with that, so um. You know, and then Harry Belafonte got in as a uh, yeah. really influencer. Pro- yeah. Yeah. I here's what I have a problem with, Coop. And the problem is with that. No one really knows what the voting does or is. Is that like so Judas Priest doesn't get in as like yeah. a like 
a nominee, but they're like, hey, you're in this, this other thing. Like what? It's just bizarre to me. It, that, that, it, it, it is. So, yeah. Did they take a spot away from Judas Priest or was it at a spot? It, it was well, that's re- the thing. I, I don't know. I don't know if we know if there are spots. Do you know what I mean? Like, can they induct 40 people? Can they induct only eight? Like, it's, it's bizarre. It's not it's not clear. But, you know, there, there was some there was some snubs still. Um, Beck yeah. did get in. Uh, mm. Fella Cootie was snubbed. Uh, MC5, that, the Dolls, the New York Dolls was snubbed. MC5. Rage Against, the, Rage Against mm. the Machine and A Tribe Called Quest were all snubbed. Tribe, man. Oof. That's I mean, painful. that's a that's a you know, they're groundbreaking. And I'm really surprised that they, they did not get in with that. So um, I'm curious to see what they do for Dolly and all these yeah. artists at the um, at the induction ceremony. Well, I think she said she was going to. Hasn't she said that, like, she didn't want to get in, but since they voted her in, she's, oh, she's going to honor her. by that and she's yeah. going to accept it and whatever yeah i mean yeah. The, the thing i always wonder is one is who's going to induct them right yes so yeah, yeah. and that's an you know i think it would have been kenny if he was alive i mean mm. i don't think there was any doubt it would have been kenny rogers but obviously now it, it, that is not going to happen i wonder uh, if it's going to be someone that's already in the hall of fame it, it's going to be interesting where i, I think they kind of welcome her in from the mm. country se- segment mm. i i think that's going to be interesting who inducts um, her? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I, I am, I, and I'm wondering about Lionel Richie, who he, who inducts him. Yes. Uh, yeah. I wonder if it, I, I don't think it's gonna be Diana because she's not in the Hall of Fame. No. So it's gonna Man, be someone from. I wonder. Cool, if it's gonna be someone from Motown. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't know. I mean, I think what was interesting to me. Was it seen that the Judas Priest one was sort of like a lifetime achievement award? It's yeah. sort of like you deserve to like it was just seemed weird to me because they've been up so many times. They're like, oh, now you're in. Now you're in. Yeah. Now you're in. It's but like, in this well, weird what, category. Well, like MC5 continue and the New York Dolls continue to be on there. Like mm. what? You know, um, they say. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. I was going to say, because we've seen and Coop and I have talked about it, that like people be on the list and they'll take them off. Yeah. So it's interesting that they keep putting MC5 and those people on the list to keep not voting them in. It's yeah. like, yeah, at some point. Yeah, it's true. And and I think they stayed safer this year, Dave. I think they went mm. with a much more like these artists are really, for the most part, had a lot of mainstream success, um, mm. you know, one form or another. This the seven who got in. So it, it seemed like it was a safer vote this year um, than in previous years, you know. Um, mm. so, so it, it was a good year for the females, you know, you got uh, several females who got in, so it was a good year for them. And I, I'm thrilled about Duran Duran. Um, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they worked this year really well to get, mm-hmm. they got on the ballot and they got in. And I think if they didn't get in this year, they weren't going to get in for a long time. So no, I agree. Yeah. So, um, and I'm really excited about the Eurythmics too. Uh, as much mm. as everyone loves Annie Likes, I'm a huge Dave Stewart fan, and I think he's you a are. You do big part, big part of that duo, and I I hope they're both there for that. Yeah, that yeah. Oh, it'd be interesting if I just I've just like now that you have talked about who's inducting who, it'd be interested to see like who's inducting all of these people. That that's always the that's always the the, the fascinating thing with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um. And then, unfortunately, Coop, there, there's a lot of deaths in music, kind of in the last couple of days. 
Yeah, one was a couple of days. Oh, there was one from a few weeks ago, right after our, I right after our last show, mm. and that was Mickey Gilly. Yes, um, and I, you know, Mickey, Mickey. I mean, he really had a, um, he really connected with a lot of people. Um, mm. You know, it, it he created that whole urban cowboy like scene, mm. um, and you know, obviously Gillies became famous uh, with that. Um, so I remember, I don't think my dad ever drove him, but we used to okay. have all the Gillies par- like swag back then. We had yeah, yeah, yeah. and lights in the house and stuff like that. Yeah. So like he would bring that stuff home uh, with that. But uh, yeah, but a lot of, but he, I didn't realize he was still going in his eighties, this guy. Yeah. So I mean, for people that aren't familiar, so I think some of the songs that he's most famous for room full of roses is sort of, a, uh, a big one. But then, like Coop said, he sort of had this revival, did a stand by me that that, that whole uh, urban cowboy vibe was like a big revival for him. Yeah. And when was that? Would that have been like the 80s? Coop? Early 80s. This is like 82. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it was kind of like a revival for John Travolta at the time who did yes. the movie. He yeah. had, had a couple of duds uh, after Greece. So he kind of had a little bit. Um, I didn't realize he was 86 years old, Mickey, either. Yeah. Um, and then what here was the one thing that I, I, I pulled. He um, he had, I guess um, oh, I pulled this up. I think he had won like the triple crown mm. of, of uh, in the Country Music Hall of Fame. All right. OK, so yeah, like, like uh, and I thought I had the notes here on that. I should. Oh, yeah. He um, he's one. He won the uh, new artist. Best artist and entertainer of the year, all all in his career. Which there's only seven people who did that. Mm. So, a big accomplishment in the world of country music for sure. No, yeah, definitely. Yep, and it's good to sort of yep celebrate him. And the next person, Coop, is Alan White, so drummer for Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Yes is yeah, yeah Dave. massive, massive prog rock band. No, massive, yes? massive. Yeah. Um. If you are like I never was a huge Yes fan, even but I embrace certain progressive mm. rock. But yes, I would put them almost at the level of maybe Rush. Mm. Um, I mean yeah. they, they were massive. They um because they, they had quite a prolific career. Uh like they put out a lot of music and they were still sort of touring around, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I believe they were getting ready to go on the 50th anniversary tour, but he wasn't going to go on it because he was not doing well. Mm, yeah. And and here's the thing, Dave. So when Yes for, when Yes formed, they had another drummer by the name of Bill Bruford, uh, who's mm. been in several progressive lock bands. Um, I mean, he's a he's a legend. And, and so he kind of went in there to replace a legend is what happened. Mm. And essentially, you know, this guy had a. Uh, he had. He was also a very sought-after studio musician. He was in the Plastic Ono band. Yep. So I mean, this is a guy who uh, had an incredible, incredible career. Uh, he worked with yes. a Ginger Baker, uh, <laughs> Ginger Baker's yeah, Air Group. So I mean, he worked with you know some big folks. I and can't imagine anyone working with Ginger Baker. I can't yeah. either. I can't either. <laughs> I can't either. Uh, he was in a band with Ginger Baker. I don't think he worked with Ginger Baker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know how that worked out other than uh, I know they were associated together. I, he probably would be in the progressive rock Mount Rushmore. Drummer, would be. It would have to be. I mean, he, he, he was, he, Alan, he might, the, the response on social media was incredible 
because I didn't think there were that many yes fans on social media. And then they all came out when Alan White died. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me anyway, yes has always been like and not the forefront of my mind. It's sort of like it was always in the background. So like, I'll, I'll, you know, you always put I don't know for me, like I always put yes on and I always know that like, oh, you know, it's a great trip listening to some rest. Yes. Uh, records. And it's it's just always been a band that's one of those cornerstone bands. You know what I mean, Coop? So like, yeah. Like if you're talking, like you said, prog rock and like the first one of the first bands that come up is yes. And, and yeah, and they had such a, a lasting impact on music, really. Yeah. You know, they they did do that crossover with Honor of a Lonely Heart, which went number one in yes. the early 80s. Yep, yep, um, yep. But that really wasn't their sound is what no. I tell people. You know, that was, you know, they, but they they I think they stayed more to their, I think, core roots throughout their career. Yeah, I uh, so the songs I picked because Alan was on some of their biggest hits. Yep. Um, I, I picked Owner of a Lonely Heart just because that's one of the most people know. Yep. And I also picked the song Roundabout. Yeah. Which um, people might not know, but I think it really gives you that sort of proggy, trippy kind of yes vibe. You know, it's one of their earlier tracks. Um. But I think people will get a kick a kick out of that. A lot of these earlier tracks, like Roundabout and some other ones, have been re-released on deluxe versions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but like you said, like just trying to think what bands you think of. Yes, maybe early Genesis. Um, yeah. Again, Bill Bruford Deep actually Purple, had a short maybe, Genesis too. The same thing. Yeah. They, yeah. They, it's from that early era. Yeah. But no, uh, good, uh, good band, and then. I guess the biggest name that people would 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 is Andrew Fletcher from from Depeche Mode. I the, um, uh, yeah, he died the same day. He died the same day as Alan White. Yeah, yeah. I messaged Hector. Now Hector's had yeah. a rough week. This is how rough a week Hector's had. I said, Hector, uh, Andy Fletcher died, and he's like, who? And and I said, Fletch. He's like, oh, shit. You know, he really, really, that's how he, he, Hector's had a very rough week this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm not making fun of him, but no. as soon as he heard, he's like, oh, wow. You know, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Andy Fletcher was the keyboarder for this Pesh mode. Founding member. Founding member uh, stayed with well. them, I think, pretty much through the whole, through like 40 something years with them. He was even so, so Andy Fletcher, like, like Cooper saying, the keyboard is he, kind of grew up around the punk era. He was like, I think he was like a teenager around the time of the Sex Pistols and stuff. Um, and he started like, he, they're going to New Wave. He started a band that I think it was like it was like something of sound or something. I can't remember the, the name of the band. It was not as good as Depeche Mode. Right, right. But he had a band and it's like, oh, okay. And then they brought in like um, they, they 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 brought in vocalists to move some people and then made Depeche Mode. And he's like, let's take this gothic, like, let's turn yeah. this and make it dark. And that was yeah. his sort of move. And it turned out to be brilliant. It turned I mean, out really absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. that change in sound was was brilliant. And he really I guess he really had his fingers on the pulse of where music was going was kind of that like couple steps ahead. Yeah. Um, because when they when they came on the scene, like Depeche Mode, and I'm thinking of the, the one of the tracks I have from the uh, 80s is um, 
uh, "Never Let Me Down Again" is is a track of theirs, and it's just br- it's brilliant. And you could sort of it sort of shapes a lot of music moving forward. That that sort of more gothic, uh, new age sound. Very very true on that. Um, you know, you look at you look at Depeche Mode. Um, I don't know if you want to call them. I call them like pioneers in alternative rock. They were mm. post new wave. I think that they came in. Um, you know, they they never were the, an artist that was going to get top forty hits. So that's why I kind of mm. call them true alternative rock. Is basically yeah. that that's what they that's how they kind of built. But they had an enormous following. Oh yeah, yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's like his keyboard and arrangements. Um, along with um, Dave's vocals, uh, Gahan's vocals, is yeah. that it's just, it's just, it's just like an excellent pairing. I mean, the other, the other um, track that I had down uh, was uh, Enjoy the Silence. Yes. And it, I mean, it just really highlights like, his keyboard and all that sort of, I guess we would call more new age uh, vibe, alternative vibe. But then like you throw in the darkness of Gahan's vocal over the top of that. And it is just yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant. Like I said, they were, they were pretty much were groundbreakers, you know, as far as that mm. type of sound went. Mm. Um, he was also described kind of as a mediator for the band, right? Because right. Gahan and Martin Gore would, would often butt heads. And so the word is that, that, Andy Fletcher was that mediator, that voice of reason that kind of kept it all together for them. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, in fact, there's a, so I guess when they did the Exciter album in 2001, I, the point of the word is it was a very big dispute. And I guess Fletcher brought, brought them together and, and, and settled it because it might have imploded the band completely. I, I mean, I know having, I know Gahan's had, had a very rocky sort of musical yeah. career. So trying to like hold it together with him. Oh, yeah would have been difficult yeah yeah um they got in the rock roll of fame only a couple of years ago too so i mean he was a That's member good. that got in um i don't know what the future is going to hold for depeche mode at this point now, no just, i mean are they going to try to put in another keyboard player or baseball i don't, I don't know. know i don't know i mean yeah. it'll be tough i think so if you're if you're like really want to celebrate uh fletch's work i would say that that violate a record and then go back to the earlier 80s stuff yeah you know like Violator was their big. I mean, you're you're talking about like Chart Toppers Coop. I think Violator is probably their best, um, yeah. like mass yeah. appealing one. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah, I would agree with you on that. With Personal Jesus and and like I think that was the biggest, like like mover. Yeah. But it, but go back to like the early, the uh, early '80s stuff. It's quite good. Yeah. So, so I, have a listen. Yeah, I agree. And I should say they did have chart success in the UK, not as much in the US. Yeah, not but here. they had a following yeah. in the US is what I'm just going to say. Yeah. It, was, it was an enormous following. Well, that was what allowed Violator to be so big. I mean, yeah, like, exactly. You yeah. had you had the hardcore people keeping them going. And then I mean, Violator was huge. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, they're not just Violator, like go back uh, and have a listen there. Yep, I agree. Uh, Pepsi says it's over, Coop. I saw this in the notes. Yeah, this is going to be interesting now to see what happens with that, with a new sponsor. Does it change what the halftime show is going to be? 
I, I don't think it will, but you know, now the NFL is going to have to find someone to pay the bill with this thing. That surprises <laughs> that shocks me. Cause like, I just always thought that like Super Bowl time for a corporation was just so precious that you think you was it just too expensive? Yeah. yeah I mean, do you know why? I don't know really why it happened other than they, they I guess they walked away. They couldn't come to an agreement. Wow. Uh, it was. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was reading I, when I saw that one. I was, uh, you know, uh, they're still I mean, they haven't pulled the NFL sponsorship. But in terms of, just, you know, just the halftime show spots. Yeah. And, and look, right. that's a look. Billboard magazine did a good article on that. Right. OK. This um, what they talked about is this is still one of the we can complain about Super Bowl halftime shows and say, you know, it's still one of the biggest musical events of the year that takes. Oh, place. definitely. So definitely, yeah. this it is big that this has happened right now. Uh, but I think someone will step in. I, I don't I would guess that there's mm. someone who wants that. So I'm not really worried about. About no. anything that, that happened with that. Uh, it, it probably was a cost thing. Um, I'm sure. What's interesting that you say about the Super Bowl. I mean, you look at this year's Super Bowl, like right after Mary J. Blige dropped a record. I think Eminem dropped a record. I think Snoop Dogg dropped a record. So like, you know, Kendrick Lamar was there. And then, you know, months later, he drops his record. So it's still like, especially this year, it's still a platform for artists that are getting music out there because they all dropped records, almost all of them, I think. Maybe not Fifty Cent, but like yeah, or Dre, but everybody else is dropping records. So yeah, it it's, it is the case uh, for sure. Um, so uh, it, it's 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 going to be you know this it, it, this. I guess there was. I'm just looking at something. There is something they still have a shot that they can renew renew the deal but uh, now it has to be a separate deal it was part of the uh, overall sponsorship it looked like jeez uh, yeah That's... but they say this they say this the super bowl halftime show averages 96.4 million viewers and it oh, generates 95.8 million in revenue distributed among the top sponsors <laughs> so i guess on. yeah so um, it's not bad. but it was pepsi that made the announcement they put something on twitter oh yeah that's that's okay yeah, because the NFL they don't they don't talk about that. Stuff. Yeah, 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 nah. yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, All right. So we're gonna we we'll have to see. Uh, you know uh, what happens. You know, but Pepsi, like I said, yeah. has control over that. You know, I guess mm. for a long time. Uh, so we'll we'll have to keep an eye on that for sure. And see what happens. I'm interested to see who bids on it. Yeah. Like if like someone who... will someone will bid on. Yeah. This. There's no question. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. Um, and then your guy. Bruce Springsteen. Have you ever seen him in concert, Coop? About six times. Nice. Yeah. Are I you going to this it. one in 2023? Um, maybe, maybe. You know, I've got Warner. Yes. Um, and I kind of been, you know, I'm, I'm just sometimes with these big crowd counts, I'm a little more nervous. But I have seen Bruce Springsteen six times from 1984 to like 2012 or 13 ish. I'm trying to think. Nice. Uh, I put this up. Right, Dave. And yeah. Can, can the politics just stop? Oh, boo. Boo them, even, Coop. Boo. Just, come on. I'm, I, I, I didn't say anything political about it. Like, like, hey, I'm excited he's coming back. On Immediately. Oh. Uh, I mean, this stuff was the stuff was I had to delete stuff. I'm not even going to. Oh, well, they, it. Those people all stink. You I all mean, stink. Will you just stop with the politics. Boo. Boo. This is look. <laughs> this, this is huge. That Springsteen. Oh, it is huge. And look, I hate this. This could be the last time we see Springsteen. I mean, he's 73 years old. He's going to be on this tour. And it's East Street Band, you said as well, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, 
I'm ex- I'm first of all I'm, I'm my guess is there's gonna be an album that drops right. He usually doesn't tour without an album right. So I'm gonna no. guess there's gonna be an album that drops between now and then. God, he just put it one out too. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Like because this is like, a 2023 tour. It's not a 20. Yeah, not yeah. 2022 tour. I and I bet you're right. I mean, I what's amazing is like I thought like two albums ago he was finishing up. And he just seems to be, and and we sort of talked about it when he first came back with E Street Band. Yeah. Um, how when we listened to that record, which would have been what Coop was that like two years ago or last year? Was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago. Because we were talking on the show about how when he put that record out, it was amazing and it had this new energy and it was like listening yeah to to springsteen from like yeah 84 83 yep and so maybe the stuff he's done with e street band has like energized him or i don't know because that's this is because yeah. i thought he was done a while I, ago i i thought there would be another tour i i didn't think he was done but i didn't know if there'd be another tour with the e street band as we knew it yes um and oh, he's uh, so good in concert yeah it's uh i'm just looking here because uh, that was Letter to You is the album we're talking about. Yes, right? that's great record. It, it, it is a great, it is a great record for sure. Um, but the other thing is, you know, as I'm looking at that, Springsteen was, um, he always kind of needed a few years off, uh, from the East yeah. Street Band for whatever reason, right? Mm. I mean, he went to a, that in the '90s. There was a part. Uh, it was 2020. Mm. The, the Letter to You album. So yeah, um. So, he, but this is, you know, he's been, this is now going to be almost six years when that tour starts next year. So yes. that's a, you know, that's a long time also that, that he's had a break, but I think most of that was pandemic driven. I'm going to assume. Yeah. Uh, with that. Um, and I, I saw, I'm, I saw yeah. him in the East street band when they came out here and it was incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's got, I mean, I've seen him in North Carolina, South Carolina, and New Jersey several times. Um, oh, New Jersey would have been amazing. I, I mean, I went to hometown yeah, boy coop. Well, I went to this is in '85. I went to Giant Stadium. Um, and All there's right, a, there's a whole story because my my dad got the concert tickets for us, and I had four tickets. Right. Yeah. I had to take my kid sister. Right. Oh, like, that was part of the deal. That's a nice like, brother. Yeah. yeah right. I, not wasn't nice. That was I had no choice, right? <laughs> but Dad's like, you want these tickets. So then, but he said you could give the other two tickets to your friends, and you would you want to talk about like absolute like like friendships were broken. It, it was it, <laughs> it, it was horrible, right? It was like I, I regret, and I, I ended up picking two. I should have just not taken anybody, right? <laughs> so I did. Yeah. But uh, it got people met. Yeah. Um, but I actually think Springsteen was really I think when when some of his other work started to get incorporated, I think the best concert I went to was 2000 at Madison Square Garden. Um, OK, that was the uh, live in New York concert. And that's I was at the one they filmed it and everything. And to me, I think that ah. was that was the best of the ones I went to. Um, so uh, but, you know, some of the stuff like some of the latest stuff he was doing some more of the cover stuff, which was pretty cool, though, too. Yeah, I mean, when we saw him here, no opening act, just Bruce. Bruce, you don't need an opening act, Bruce, yeah. And he played for like two and a half hours. Dave, he used to play it for was four crazy. hours. He used to do four hours, though. Like, I'm talking these 80s concerts were four hours. Oh, it was nuts. Yeah, and, and 
you know, you just you never felt like you, you got gypped out of being a oh, no. concert. Um, and it's just he, the the energy and the way he connect and the, oh, yeah. the interactions with the E Street band. You know, there's just those sequences where they where the band members are interacting and the, the thing I love about it is with E Street Band is the microphone share. So if you watch, like yeah. when some of the members come up to do vocals with them, they don't use a separate microphone. They come up to the same microphone and they kind of, yeah. and it's, it is, I love it. I love to see that. It's like one of my favorite things. So yeah, what, no, you got, but- what you guys who don't like Bruce Springsteen because of his politics, don't buy a ticket because it will make it easier Ooh, for us to get a ticket. Save it for that, Coop, yeah. Save it for us. We'll, we'll be able to get more tickets that way, you know, for people oh, who really it's appreciate gonna be, it. It's going to be so good. I hope he goes to Australia for you, Dave. Now, I didn't see anything announced on Australia, but I'm going to guess. Know. I'm going to guess he's going to take care of you guys. By 2023, I would think so. Um, yeah, because he's doing but, he's bookending Europe around the U.S. piece, it looks like. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like when he came out here, was I think that was two or three years ago. Yeah. Ah, uh, we went. We got any ticket you could, and it was oh, it was so good. Yeah, I was behind the stage at that two thousand concert, right behind. Yeah, the, right. My dad was long out of the connected to the record business by then, and I didn't regret it. And you know what? No. It came. It was it was an open behind the stage, and they constantly took care of the folks in the. That was like us. We were behind the stage like that as well. And and you, didn't care. And and, you didn't uh, care. You didn't no. care. You didn't. No. It's yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Now I took, of course. My, took my daughter to that Madison Square Garden concert. She remembers it to this day. Uh, I mean, I just oh. remember yeah, she was eight years old when I took her there. So, Bruce, and then man. I took my oldest son uh, to Greenville the last time I saw him. So nice. Yeah. So my kids have a pre. Uh, they then they understand the whole Springsteen concert. Review of the week: La Polina, Kill Bill. <laughs> they killed it. <laughs> They did. I, <laughs> I, Kill Bill so, Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> so I think I have a question for you, Coop. Because, right. I mean, you, I mean, Seth and John, well, probably all the, the, the pal guys. June, okay. Do, yeah. I, I, I didn't have a lot of the La Polita before the changes and everything. And they talked a little bit about the Kill Bill. Like, I mean, I just sort of and and I uh, sensei Eric has gone over this because he's a big La Polina guy, but like, has it ha, has it just been like downhill since the originals? And like, are they coming back out of it at all? Do you think or? Um, it's definitely been downhill. Uh, so people I think, love yeah, those originals. I think when they started getting away from racist Cubanas and and uh, El Titan de Bronze, that's when their problems started. Um. They've had a couple of decent releases. Like the bronze label was pretty good. Um, but for the most part, it's been a disappointment. The, that original Great Cliff stuff was like, so their stuff started at Great Cliff in the Bahamas. Mm. And they got an incredible batch the first time. And then the, the subsequent batches had poor quality. So they moved those over to Miami to do those. And that was the family series. Now, with the interesting thing about Kill Bill, so Kill Bill was made at Racist Cubanas, and it's an offshoot of a line called El Diario, which yeah, was yeah, actually yeah. a former cigar of the year of mine. That El Diario blend was fantastic yeah. and a Robusto. Then they did this petite Corona called Kill Bill, which had amp, which was amped up. And then they did like a Lonsdale, I think, for their second Kill Bill 2. And then what they decided to do is they, they scrapped El Diario, which I think was a mistake. And mm. now they branded this as Kill Bill's. I the one thing I disagreed with them on this this Kill Bill three was a 
beast of a cigar unless it mellowed. A oh, bit, yeah. Right. I mean, this I was looking at the reviews like this was full strength, full bodied. All the, I mean, this knocked me for this truly gave me the Kill Bill effect mm. with it. But I think this is I think this wasn't a bad. I think they were a little hard on this release. Um, June was I thought June just destroyed this cigar, right? Yes. Um, yes. Seth, I think Seth was not as hard on it I, as, as I thought he was going to be. No, he had seemed a bit have a bit more optimism for the brand. Yeah, he because he, me and I talked and we think that racist Cubanas is is the right place for them to be doing cigars. I mean, they just seem to get good blends out of them right now. Um, I don't like the new packaging. I wish they had the old, uh, you know, Goldie Paley package. What are they doing with that packaging, Coop? I what are they doing? I think they're just trying to be more edgy and reach a different oh, audience. God. Uh, I, yeah, th- this cigar, like I said, this Kill Bill 3 was a strong cigar is what I'm going to tell you. Um, but it may have mellowed. That's kind of what like, mm. what I'm wondering about because I was surprised they had this as medium. Aaron said mediums. I'm like, there's nothing medium about this cigar when I had it. Mm. Um, I thought construction-wise it was a good cigar as well. Um, but for the most part, they didn't. They gave it an average. So, actually, you know, they I said they like killed it. it. They really didn't kill it. Well. Like, I was surprised June didn't have below average because he, he was using words like uh, – Disorganized, incohesive, and unbalanced. <laughs> yeah, that's not good words. Yeah, yeah. For a uh, cigar. Yeah, I'll. I, I'd be curious. We should probably smoke some Lapolinas. I'll send you some. It's some. I gotta pick up some more of these. I don't have any of these right now because I do want to review this. Um. So, but yeah, I think I still think this was a better release than some of the other Lapolinas that I've mm. seen that have been like I. I've been disappointed with Lapolina Classic. Hasn't really done it for me. Um, and you know, they did the number series a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they punted on that pretty quick because that was a disaster. They did the cigars out of AJ, they were pretty good. Um, mm. they just weren't like, like it wasn't like that old stuff, which was like stuff that you'd have on your top 25. And they just they're yeah. not they're not back there and they're not close to back there. Um, yeah, which, which I don't know if you know that there was something very special about that brand 10 years ago. Yeah. Even the Goldies uh, don't smoke the same anymore. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Man. Oh, lots of uh, front up news now because we're finally to our cigars, Coop. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, tried to go with the. Th- I wanted to go with the theme, but I did. <laughs> I, I, did I, I didn't either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going with something new. I have the uh, the four kicks, the the new edition. Uh huh. The limited, the 2022 limited. This is uh, the what Mexican, I believe. I haven't smoked it yet. I got to pick some of those up. I haven't smoked it yet. I'm excited. I love Crown Hags Mexican rapper stuff. So I'm very excited. Oh, some of my favorite, you know, um, the Calaveras, the green label was a Mexican. That's my favorite Ooh. Calaveras uh, to, to it. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a cigar. I definitely want to smoke. Um, I think they're doing some good things with with the Mexican rappers over the years. So. What do you got, Coop? All right. I got a cigar. I was supposed to smoke this on May 26th. Uh, it's the J.C. Newman cigar. That was uh, Julius Caesar Newman's birthday. I could not smoke it and do a uh, justice. Right. Because this is a special cigar. This is the uh, Julius Caesar cigar. Yep. Um, I don't know if I could get it there, but it's a, what I want to show you on that. The shape, if the shape looks familiar, that is the shark uh, shape. So it's yeah. made of Fuente. It's in the shark shape. It's called a two Groot, right? So it's a, mm-hmm. they, they only release these very limited. 
Um, typically it's with the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraisers. Um, but it is that box press with the rounded head on that. I have mm. smoked this before. It's an excellent cigar. So I do want to do some justice to uh, the folks at J.C. Newman. I figure let's just do it on a show tonight. This is not an added. This is not a cigar you'd be surprised that I like or anything like that. No, it's, it's a very good cigar. I, I love Julius Caesar cigars. Um, and um, yeah, thanks to the J.C. Newman folks for sending me this. Nice. I um. So let's get. Let's get right down to it, Coop. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's so, been waiting. I know we kept them waiting for almost an hour. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's a lot of front up so, yeah. news. Jesus. Yeah, but a big news. Uh, yeah. Um, so okay. So I was listening to a song that I will not share until we get there. Okay. And I was like, <clears throat> I think I posted something about like something like this band and this song goes against everything I value in music, but I love this song. And then I started thinking, I'm like, I wonder what other stuff is like that. I wonder what songs people would be surprised that I like. And I'm like, oh, that would be a cool show. Yeah. And so I emailed Coop about it. And here we are. So, yeah, basically, the rules are that I I went with Coop is you get this. It's not necessarily embarrassing songs. It's just songs that people are surprised that you like. So. For example, I told Coop the example is like if some punk rocker was listening to headphones and you find out that they're jamming to like Beethoven or something. Like Beethoven isn't bad, but like <clears throat> would you expect that person to be Yeah, uh... you're like, "Whoa, that's a surprise." So <clears throat> these aren't bad. So it's not like, "Oh, these songs are terrible and embarrassing." It's like I'm surprised that you like that song cuz it doesn't either suit your musical taste or whatever. Um. So when we picked them, and it's not necessarily embarrassing songs, quote unquote, but just surprises, just <clears throat> songs you'd be surprised. Like, for example, when Barack Obama put out his like he put out his song list a couple years ago and Courtney Barnett was on it. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why? How is Courtney Barnett on your song list? Obama's Obama's, a, a, you know, look, I'm going to get Karen. Cordy Barnett Obama had pretty good music. Obama had very good music taste, by the way, for president. I think he had one of the best music tastes out there. Well, he likes Courtney Barnett. So, yeah. you know, yeah, he's which very, is like very. Shocking. Yeah, you wouldn't expect the president to like Courtney Barnett. Oh, no, right? it's shocking. So. So, yeah. So that that's sort of the thing. So it's just songs that would surprise, surprise people. Uh, now, Cooper and I have been doing the show for a while. Uh, so. We might not be as surprised about each other's as you may be. Um, I got to say front off coop from my list. People are usually surprised that I like Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Dolly Parton. Right. But obviously no one on the show is going to be surprised by that because we talk about them all the time. Right. So I didn't have any of their songs on there at all. Like I didn't have. Them yeah, it was like Shaggy with me. I, I didn't yeah. put Shaggy on for that reason. Because, yeah, yeah people were probably. But I've talked enough about Shaggy. Because no one would expect I'm a Shaggy fan, but but no, but I've talked about him enough where I didn't put him on there. Yeah. So so some so some stuff you're like, oh, I'm surprised that Dave didn't put, you know, Dolly on because that would be surprising for most people. It would be, but wouldn't be surprising for anyone that listens to the show. Yeah, I agree. So it it, it just isn't it just I just it defeats the purpose, I guess, yeah. at that point. Um, And then this is cold. We're going cold. No, we don't know what we are. The other, like we do show notes no. and we put things in there, 
sometimes so we don't overlap or anything, but we went cold with this one, and I think this was the right way to do it. All right. So do you want, do you want to go first, Coop? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, first song. This is a line dance song from 2008. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm already surprised. So, okay. But it's not like the line dance song you would think of, right? So I'm at a wedding probably in 2009, and I see mm. a bunch of women get up, and they start doing this dance, right? And they all knew how to do this dance, right? And yeah. I'm like, how do they all? I've never heard this song before. How do they know to do it, right? And I went to another wedding, and I went to maybe a, a Christmas party, and I started seeing this, hearing this. So I went and like looked up the song. I'm like, this is awful. I actually thought this song's awful, right? When I first heard it, right? <laughs> but it kind of, it kind of started getting to me, right? Grew on you. Yep, yep. The song is by an artist called V.I.C. Okay. <laughs> Right. And the dance or the song is called The Wobble. <laughs> Have you heard The Wobble before? No, I'm loving this, though. This is huge. OK, The Wobble is big. I mean, you can't go to a wedding without them doing The Wobble. Now, the guys from Protocol Cigars, they had a party once and those guys were doing The Wobble. OK, wow. The Wobble, I've... I'm telling you, The Wobble, it's a song. It's, it's kind of got a hip hop vibe. What it, I... Right. Would I know it if I heard it? Is it probably a song that I've heard before? Do you you've think? heard it. I guarantee you. Okay. And if not, it just hasn't made it to Australia. But I mean, this is going back to 2008. I thought for sure you would have heard of this one. I mean, I'm not just pulling something out of left field. The Wobble. Oh, I was, I was on a Palooza. They were doing the Wobble one year. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it, it, I, I don't even try to sing it, right? You'll have to, I guess you oh. this up. But if people know me, they are going to be shocked. Oh, man. Like this song. I'm like, now, I've never gotten up and done the Wobble, nor will I ever, right? I'm the guy who likes watching everyone do it, right? But yeah, uh, the the artist is it's his only hit. Uh, I guess it's got a little bit of a hip hop vibe to it. Um, um, but yeah, it's called VICs. The artist and the song is the Wobble. God, I love that. I am shocked I mean, you have not. Yeah, I no, I'll, on this I'll, I gotta I'll get. So you gotta give me some. Yeah, you gotta check it out. And give me some feedback back on this. Okay, one. I'll give you some feedback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Well, my first song. This is the song I was listening to that kicked this whole idea off. And this is from a band that is everything I hate in music. Uh, it's it's over emo. It's overproduced. I don't think the band is that talented. I dislike all of their other songs. However, this one song I can listen to over and oh, I love the song. And that is I even hate their album cover. Um, it's My Chemical Romance. With uh, Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> I'm shocked on that one. I love that song. I I'm love not, it. But I can see you liking it. I can actually see you liking it. Right? I'm shocked, but yet I can see you liking that song. I hate everything else they've ever done. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of where I was going with that. Like, like I said, I listened to some other VIC stuff, and I, I couldn't get into any of the other stuff. So, yeah. This song. I love it. Uh, it inspired the show because... Uh, it, it, it goes against everything I believe in music. And I told my wife I was listening to it and she was shocked. <laughs> and I said, this song's amazing. And it inspired, inspired the show. So that, that inspired the show. Wow. That is a, a, a yeah. <laughs> wow. I just said, uh, so we won't be seeing David at my chemical romance concert. No, you will not. <laughs> uh, but that's all right. I got this song. 
Yeah. All right. That's honest. That's an honest feedback on that one. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, what else do you got, Coop? All right. We're going to go. Oh, we're not doing these in any particular order, right? Nah, nah, nah. Whatever okay. you want. Okay. So I'm going to do these in just no particular. So I'm going back to 1982. Oh, okay. Good. Year. And I am not one for, I'm not a huge parody guy per se. Right. I, oh, yeah, so all I right. Like, okay. I, I do like a little weird album, al- al- right? I do. But I'm not I, I tend to like my music to be more serious, right? Yeah, just straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a song in 1982 that was just like it was toxic, like to it was either, it was polarizing, not toxic. You either loved this song or you hated this song, right? Okay. okay. And and I wanted but but I did like one of the it was a duo and I did like it was one of the artists. And this was like your father daughter duo. Um, the, the, it was Frank and Moon Zappa with Valley Girl. <laughs> right. So I, I go, I like Frank Zappa. I could take him in doses, right? Yes. I'm not a big Frank Zappa guy, but Amy. No. You listen to Moon Zappa on that song, right? You want to just, it's fingers on the chalkboard, right? With her Valley Girl <laughs> voice, right? But ah. it's funny as hell, right? It's funny as hell. And Frank Zappa is putting riffs around this 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 thing, right? That's like this ain't that bad actually, right? And it, you look back at at, at 1982, and it, it was brilliant. Like with wow, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's it, and here's the thing: that song seems like it goes on forever. Like you listen to it, and like it's only four yes. minutes long, but it seems like you're listening to it like four minutes. hours long. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I am not the there. There are times that Frank Zappa has had his moments. Uh, but like, give me a moon's this moon's song. I'm like, you know, I, this wouldn't be something I would normally like, but I'm like, this is a pretty good song. I, I was, I was enjoying listening to it again when we were doing the show. Yeah. You, you could have given me any odds you liked on Coop mentioning moon Zappa. <laughs> and, Valley um, and I, I'd say they're still too long. They're still too short. <laughs> you need to make them longer. It could have been yeah. a million to one. I'm like too short. You got to make good, them longer. It's a good song. It's like a good song. And, and, and like I said, it's Frank with the guitar makes seals seals the package for me on that. But <laughs> but and I where I could deal with Moon Zappa on that. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah. Um, no, this is why I love it. I love it. So yeah. <laughs> number two, I love the song. I don't. I mean, I think people are surprised just because I love the song so much. But it's uh, it's Judy Collins with "Send in the Clowns." I never had you with that song. Yeah, I love this song. Now, it's the Judy Collins version that I love. Right. Um, It's from a a Sondheim musical, A Little Night Music. It's so like heartbreaking, the song. But I love it. I love it. I would have never. If you ask me again, give me odds. I said, no way. I think the reason I love it, Coop, is because when I was a kid, uh, I don't know if it, it might have been Judy Collins did a version of it on uh, the Muppet show. Right. And I love that version of the, on the Muppet show. And I just have loved the song ever since. Did Floyd Pepper play on that Muppet one? I don't know. He might have. There was like a clown cool. in the yeah. background. <laughs> it was. Oh, I just love the song. Yeah. Send in the clowns. Wow. Love it. Love it. Good. That's a good pick. I, I wouldn't expect you to go that that far back with it. No, there you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, now I don't know how you're going to follow up Moon Zappa with the surprise factor. I don't know how that can work. Uh, this one may be the one that's the one that's not a surprise. Um, okay. I might have mentioned this artist, but I'm going to say it anyway. Now, this one's different. OK, this is one where I really like this artist. Right. 
And I, I, it's a female. She's got a great voice. Okay. And she's taking an unfair pounding, I think, unfortunately, uh, because of one incident. Right. And the artist is Ashley Simpson and the song's Pieces of Me. All right. Okay. I like Ashley. I am an Ashley Simpson fan. I think she got totally railroaded with that whole, that whole, um, lip sync thing right she, she yeah, came right. clean yeah, on yeah, it she, yeah, yeah she's yeah. honest that, on it. she's a good life performer she's lip a sync is i i don't i don't i mean that doesn't do anything listen, to me i mean the, i don't get caught up it, it doesn't it i does. i don't need yeah and look unfortunately artists sometimes are put into that she's a younger oh, yeah. artist right i don't, I don't um, blame her for she that. didn't make any excuses on it but her range she's got a hell of a range on that song pieces of may um and uh yeah, my, my daughter used to make fun of me when she was young. You like Ashley? I'm like, yeah, I'm I dig Ashley. Because you got to remember, my daughter was like about 12 when this song came out, right? Yeah. And it was kind of cool because like her friends like, yeah, 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 they were all into Ashley Simpson back then. Right? Crushing you. You know, she had that song La La and, uh, you know. Yeah. So, but it was cool. So but yeah, I'm like, it's kind of like you and your daughter with the beebs, right? The beebs, man. The he beebs. might make an appearance on this list. Oh, but that's not a surprise if he's on the list. No. <laughs> no. I, I, okay. I, uh, right. No, I think you have you brought up Ashley Simpson this on the is, show like long that, time ago. I think that's why this was the one after I did it. I said, I think I brought this up before. I mean, I know I brought up some of these other ones, but yeah, I mean, I tried yeah, to that's... for the most part go different. But I think this one, it was tough for me to avoid an Ashley Simpson uh, no. song on here. Uh, Love it. Because, yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought that was one of the best songs of 2004 as well. I thought mm. it was, uh, I just love her voice. Um, now I think she's more in the mom track these days. So I don't think yeah. she's doing a lot of she's uh she knows she's married to, right? Oh I did, but now I don't. Like I remember hearing about it. Guy by the name of Evan Ross. You know, All Evan right. Diana's a mother in law. Mm. And I please, please, That's Diana, before and Ashley do a duet together, please. Oh, yeah. you reckon? Uh, yeah. Um now, this one, it's not a song as such. It's more of an artist. I like Coop. I do not like opera in general. Uh-huh. I don't. I went to one once. I, I, I've never been back to one. I don't like it. I don't I know don't why. Like However, I can listen to anything by Pavarotti, and it's incredible. Anything. Any single thing. You can just put on a record, just drop the needle somewhere. And I'm going to love it. I love anything. His voice is incredible. And I don't like opera or classical music, really. Right. But I love Pavarotti. Love him. Anything. Any single thing. I had never heard you even say Pavarotti, sniff Pavarotti before. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't really fit in usually. <laughs> I've never heard you sniff Pavarotti before. Oh. We got we a long time ago in the early cigar jukebox days. If I had a cigar that I really, really liked. It would get the Pavarotti seal of approval, which at the the end of the song list, I would play Nissan Dorma. That's right. I do remember this now. So I I take back what I said. Oh, hey, no, that was what forever ago. Yeah. Oh, I love Pavarotti. I just love it. He, He came to Australia right before he died for a show. The cheapest ticket was $300. I did not go to that show. <laughs> 300 bucks to get in the door. Get wow. in the door. Wow. That's nuts. He's huge. He's oh. huge. Huge in more than one way. Yeah. 
Pav. But yeah, I love me some Pav. What do you got, Coop? I'm loving it. All right. So I'm going to go to the world of wrestling this time. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, okay. so wrestling is a lot different than when I watched it as a kid. They, everyone has an entrance song these days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was one that was an early entrance song that was very popular, right? And it was Hulk Hogan's song, um, <laughs> which is real American, which actually the story is it wasn't for Hulk Hogan. It was for two other it was a for a tag team that left the WWF years ago and they gave it to Hogan. Right. Uh, it's called real American. It's by Rick Derringer. Right. Who's yes. kind of, I'd say a journeyman uh, session artist. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I like this song. I mean, this song, <laughs> um, I was disappointed when Hulk gave up. I had a tiger. Right. So he, gives uh, up, yeah. he had, a, I think he had to give up. I had a tiger probably because they were probably paying a fortune to survivor. For probably. Him, right? Yeah. yeah, so, he, yeah. so they give him this, like, uh, like the song that, you know, by a journeyman artist, Rick Derringer. And it's actually a pretty good song. It's actually pretty. It's, it's got a pretty good. It's kind of catchy. Um, I'm not really into those um, entrance types. So I don't they don't really do a lot for me. Right. So I think if anyone heard me say that one, they'd be a little surprised on that one for sure. Uh, and that's from 1985, that song. Oh, love it. I love that. pick. Yeah. Love and, it. And, and, and like I said, I, I've heard other stuff by Derringer. He is not my cup of tea, nor is no. he talented. But this song is actually pretty good. Right. <laughs> nice. Love it. Yeah. My next one is not by someone who's known as a singer. It's a it's not even by a person, Coop. My next song. It's not even by a I'm, human being. I have picked Kermit the Frog, Rainbow Connection. Great song, man. I I, I, I adore that song. Uh, I love it. I, I'm this one doesn't totally surprise me. Uh it's a very when he sang that in the Muppet movie. Oh, it's a great song. It was nominated for an Oscar, that song, I believe. It got an Oscar nomination. I listen to that song like once a week. I love that song. I I, and there's also a version with uh, Debbie Harry does a version. I think she was on the Muppet Show and did a version. Right, right. Not a surprise, but not a total surprise, I'll say, either. Uh, That's a good pick. It's my Uh, first non-human pick. Yeah, I mean, uh. Like I said, I think that song in the Muppet movie is one of the standout moments of that movie. The original Muppet movie from like the late 70s uh, with Kermit's singing it. Uh, it, it it's, a, it's a great song. Love it. It's a Love great, it. It's a great song. No, there's no Floyd Pepper on that song either. So, uh, <laughs> Well, you know, and you can know, you notice the absence of Floyd Pepper. But yeah, I, I don't think Floyd would actually dig that track, but I think it's the banjo. It. It's the he's finger the picking. Ban- uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. It's the banjo. I cut up at the banjo part. Yeah. Oh, it's a good song. Ugh. It's a very good. I mean, I think it got some radio airplay. I'm sure it did. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it got some radio airplay. What else you got, Coop? I'm right. loving it. All right, this is the <laughs> oldest song on my list from 1976, right? Really? Okay. Yep. It is a song that appeared in the Saturday Night Fever movie, but was not a song on the soundtrack. Uh, the song was actually released... Saturday Night Fever a year later. So this was released in 76. It went to number one on the charts. It's Ooh. every, like I said, when you talk about parody kind of songs, I'm not really into those a lot. Right? Yeah. But somehow this song is, is, a, is, is, is epic. And uh, I, I love it. Uh, the artist is uh, a DJ by the name of Rick Dees. And it's actually the artist's name is Rick Dees and his cast of idiots. And the song is Disco Duck. Yeah. 
I and, and it is just uh, there's oh, several music song, videos. Man. I you would think uh, is it's a cheesy song. It's got it's the, great the, song. It's got the it's a great song. And it, and by the way, they used it brilliant in the Saturday Night Fever movie. There's two scenes that use that song, um, and the, the two scenes were absolutely the perfect song. But I guess I think the problem is they couldn't use the song in the soundtrack because mm. of again they were. There were rights issues involved with that. Rights, yeah. So they don't want to pay, you know, you don't want to pay money because that song was a huge hit the year before. Uh, but yeah, I just love the, you know, the, the whole, you know, the, the, that, you know, this. It kind of had that Donald Duck vibe. Uh, oh. But yeah, it, it's it's you know, uh, don't be a cluck. I mean, it's just it's everything that I don't <laughs> like in a song, right? But I, I, but it's like my guilty pleasure. Okay, that I can listen to that track over and over and over again, and I'm like, but it's, but you know, that type of that's garbage. I'd normally say, but good song. I like that song. Love it. I one song I love. I think I've talked about this song before, so it might not be a total surprise for anybody. But TLC Waterfalls Coop. Wow. I love that song. I love it. I can listen to that song over and over. I adore that song. Um, it's, it's an amazing song. track. It's a, it's, it's actually a song I, I I actually don't think that's a bad track. Yeah. I didn't see it coming with you. This one I didn't see coming with you. I have a very soft spot in my heart for women's soul and R&B artists. Uh-huh. And I think it's because, like, I lived outside Milwaukee and listened to a lot of R&B stations as a kid. And so that could be why I, I love R&B and I love women artists and I love this track. It's just amazing. Waterfalls, incredible track. TLC. Yeah. Yeah, very good one, Dave. I didn't see it one coming either, but I, you know, <laughs> wow. But I can oh. see why you picked it. You know, you explained that very well. I don't know where, see, after we got Disco Doc, I don't know where we're going now. I, I am. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, these five, we're getting some interesting five now. Uh, all right, wait, wait, sorry. So the previous five that had Moon Zappa on it, that wasn't interesting. This is the, this is the interesting stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. Moon oh, 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 oh. I All can't right. wait. This is a one-hit wonder. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. This is a song from 1991. Ooh. Um I guess you could put it more in a satire than than parody is what I would put this song in. Okay. Um it it's like a, it's like a, it's got a groove that you probably just wouldn't think I'd like. Um the artist is right, said Fred, and the song is I'm Too Sexy. Love wow. The, love the song. Love the song. I totally admit I love the song. Oh. I ain't going to lie on that one. Uh, it's been used in a lot of movies and TV. The Al Bundy episode yes. in Italy yes. is classic when they're playing that. <laughs> uh, I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good song. It's, it's, it's a, like I said, it's probably... There actually is a Right Said Fred Greatest Hits album I found on on. on Why Spotify. is it like a single? Is it? Yeah, a yeah. To B side. <laughs> but, it, but this song was uh, I think it was a top ten hit, and uh, it, it's you know it makes fun of the the whole fashion model scene, which is. Oh. But it's That's enough. Brilliant. Yeah, I guess I don't. It, it's it's a, it's a. There's nothing about that song that you would say. Why is that on Coop's playlist? In my opinion. So. No. But you hear it and you're like, what? Yeah. Oh, see that right there, Coop. That is the that is sort of the uh, the quintessential song for this for this show. I'm too sexy because it's like 
Yeah, well, because it's a song like, yeah, like people like that song. I mean, it was it was it charted extremely well, obviously, number one. So like, okay, but then like, (laughs) but then like to hear you say you like it is very surprising. I liked it. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's 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 a fun song. It's satire. It's a little more than a satire. I'd say parody in. Uh, it makes you feel kind of good. It doesn't. It, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I get why you like it. It's, yeah, it it's, was, po- it's a positive song. I mean, I guess it's a positive song to some extent. Yeah. Uh, this band and song is one. It kind of is like the previous one. Like I, I, I really hate the rest of the music this band makes. Um, I can't, I can't, I, I wrote my notes. It has a spell over me that I can't explain is the song. Right, right. And that, <laughs> and that is the Backstreet Boys with I Want It That Way. Wow. I can't, I did, I do, <laughs> someone, someone suggested that in one of the comments on social media, by the way, that song. came. Oh, I'm pretty sure that well, song came up. Well, that person hit it. Like I. I, I love it. I sing along to it. I sing it at home. I'll put it on. It's just so epic. Like, the chorus is so epic. But I don't like the rest of their music at all. But I love the song. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, it's probably, like I said, it's probably up there for songs. It's probably the, it's got the broadest appeal. But I still wouldn't say, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love this song. I'm going to listen to it right after the show. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead coop all right so this is the song that was kind of i had picked already but it was in the same vibe as what someone suggested right yeah. um so this is a song um the song that was suggested to me was uh shania twain's man i feel like a woman yes right and you know yeah good song i like this i like shania twain good song right um but I do like Shania Twain, right? And I didn't know if that was necessarily a surprise, right? But I'd already picked a song in that same vibe. And mm. uh, I can see you and Seth just singing this song together, right? Oh, uh, nice. It's, it's I'm on it. It's from 2015. Okay. Uh, and the artist, and this is the artist is going to throw everyone like, what? Demi Lovato. Oh, and song, yes. And the song is Confident. Nice. I like that song. I, uh, what's wrong with being confident? I, I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. I like that song. It, it's a good, you know, got the women empowerment thing going. It's, it's, Demi Lovato. I love no it. Good, there's no real guitars in that song either. But, so it's kind of off my vibe. It's a good song. I, I like, you know, it, it's a catchy song. I like I could catch myself just singing along with that song at times. Uh, you know, so it's kind of the same. If you wanted to hear me sing, man, I feel like a woman. Not quite, but I just gave you a little bit. Uh, give me a little bit. Give I me gave a little, you a little bit. bit. What's wrong with being confident? I gave you that. Uh, with that Love one. it. Yeah. The, 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 and I can't say I'm really a Demi Lovato fan uh, either. So, hey. Uh, oh, I love it. She's kind Demi of falling. I thought she was going to yeah. be bigger than she was. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, uh, I agree with that. She felt she's fallen. You know, you never know. In the next few years, maybe she comes out with something. But yeah, I thought she was. I wonder if that window's passed her already. Maybe. Yeah. But that's a, that's a great track. <laughs> um, I'm going all the way back to 1981 with this track, Coop. Wow. 81. I love this track. Um, I uh, similarly, I love a Chicago track with uh, Peter Cetera, uh, sort of in the same vein. Uh-huh. 
I always, whenever this song comes on, I love it. I'll put this song on. When I put this song on around other people, I get ridiculed. I get mocked, made fun of. But it has not dampened my love of this song. It is Christopher Cross Coop with with Arthur's theme. My grandfather is cursing you in his grave right now. He hated Christopher Cross, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It's Arthur's theme. So wow! The I, I, uh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this song. <laughs> yes, yes. Caught between you, the moon in New York City, Coop. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this song. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, maybe the, uh, I listened to it as a kid, and I love it. I don't know what I can't explain it. Yeah, my grandfather infamously, you know, heckled Christopher Cross at the Grammys. Um, <laughs> he did, did he get told to like shut up by, by the pointer sisters? Yeah, by the pointer sisters. Yeah, uh, the story came up at the, my dad's memorial too. I <laughs> yeah, that, so my grandfather's like probably like cursing you out right now. I know. Hey, well, hated Christopher Cross. Sorry, man. No, that's all right. We, I'll back you up. I have your back. <laughs> Whenever the song comes on, I love it. And people around me are like, you are insane. That was a good and movie. Like, Look, that was a good movie. It was Dudley Moore's best movie, in my opinion. Oh, I love the song. I don't know. It has that sort of Yacht Rocky kind of, you know. It's totally Yacht Rocky. It's totally that. <laughs> it's totally that, like, like that 80 to 83 period. There was a lot of those Yacht Rock type songs that were hitting uh, the adult contemporary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was definitely one of them. Oh, so yeah, Chris, Christopher Cross, man. Arthur's uh, theme. I like him. Oh, what you got, Cooper? We're, right. we're nearing the end here. So here are the like, here are the big ones. Yeah. Now these, the last three are going to be ones that I get the hate mail. All oh, right. really? Yeah. These are going to be the ones okay. where I start getting hate mail. Okay. Really? And um, yes, it's going to be, it's going to be eggs thrown maybe. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. So, so this first song of the three is consistently voted one of the worst tracks of the 1980s. It comes from 1985. Um, and I don't understand why this track is best. It went to number one on the charts. It's well, okay, a, it could have been that fast then. Yeah. So um, the band is Starship and the song is We Built This City. <laughs> oh, Love here it, it. is. Dun, dun. Listen, break down that song. Starship had a guy. Okay, Starship had Mickey Thomas, like by then, you know, and, and Grace Slick. It was a different band, right? Yeah. They had a guitar player by the name of Craig Chiquito, right? Fantastic guitar player who does some great riffs in that song, right? I don't know why this song is panned. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I love the music video, though. I, I, I will listen to this song over and over. It's a great, great song. And it's best because it was voted like worst song of the 80s. Own it, Coop. Yeah, love it. I, I own mean, it. It's I, love the song. I love the song. I'm not going to lie. It's sort of in the same vein as uh, uh, Europe's um, Final Countdown. It's sort of like that, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Own it. Own it, yeah. Coop. Say no. You know, and, 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 you know, a lot of people, like I said, they, they I understand this. This like it was Starship. It wasn't Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, Jefferson it, Airplane. the band was completely different by this. It's, I don't consider Starship the Jefferson Airplane. I can say no. there's more of an offshoot that happened, right? Even though in the common I mean, it was Grace Slick. Yeah. Um, I thought like if you if you said uh, the song from Mannequin, nothing's gonna stop us now. That one I, I think <laughs> is a lot worse. Okay, that's a that's a bad song. This song <laughs> is a good song. And what was cool is when they would play that radio DJ, they would like what they did. What was really innovative with that song is every 
like like big radio stations had the opportunity to put their own bumper in there, right? So the one that's ah. in there, one that's in there is I believe it's Rick Dees doing something with San Francisco, but they cut other versions for New York, Chicago, Philly, um, which was really mm. I thought cool what they did with that. Um, but guys, stop hating on We Built This City. <laughs> you want to hate on some of the other Star Trek, but stop hating on We Built This City. Great song. Uh, I have it on my playlist, and uh, I'm proud to have it on my playlist. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. you know, throw it at the haters. Uh, what yeah. do you think of that? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I was wondering if such a divisive song would come up on the list. There's wait. <laughs> oh, really? There's two more. More divisive than that. There's Surely but... not. Really? <laughs> it's a good I'm, song. I'm. I'm I understand. That, like I said, I understand. That song is songs. very polarizing. If you want to rip Starship for some of their other stuff, I'm <laughs> fine with that. But this song is a good song. Wow. Okay. I. I'll, I am. I want to get through my songs really quick. Just <laughs> so this, I wrote. I wrote a review on the song. People probably know I really like it, but whenever whenever I play it, people are confused. And that's Blackpink. How you like that? Some good old fashioned K-pop coupe. There you go. I adore that song, and well, I play it. And people I, so look I at me like yeah. I'm insane. I know you had it on there, but yeah, but but okay. I, you know, when you put it up, I was surprised. Love it. Love. Yeah, that I was surprised because you put that up a couple of days ago, and I was surprised. I was like, okay, all right, he's definitely they can see it. <laughs> but I love it. I got it. If I, I mean, it's just like what I said in my notes is it's cotton candy for the soul. Like I said, the band itself has about the depth of a shot glass. But I love listening to it. <laughs> it's sort of like a song. Everybody has these songs that while you're listening to it, it's great. And as soon as it ends, you immediately forgot the song. Like you have no recollection of the song whatsoever. Yeah. And that's sort of like that song. And I love it. But go ahead. I want to get to what are, I want to see what these divisive songs are. I got to. What is the next one, Coop? I can't All right. imagine. Well, I can't imagine, but we're, we're going back to 2003. This is a oh, band. That for some reason oh. is universally panned. Oh and no! Is, are I, we going north of the border? Is this north of the border? I guess. Oh, okay. I'm not. Let me see. Let me tell you that right now. Okay, I'm just could, trying to think if it's. Yes, we're going north of the border. The most... We're going. We're going into. <laughs> we're going into surgeon territory. Okay. We're going into surgeon territory. Yes. <laughs> All right, I gotta hear it. I love it. I gotta hear it. 2003, the song is um, yeah. Someday, and the band is Nickelback. And I'm going to say this. Before anyone bashes me about Nickelback. Oh, I, knew, I thought it. Yeah, before anyone bashes me about Nickelback, you know that there are these <laughs> closet Nickelback fans out there that are too embarrassed to admit they like it. Someday is a great song. Ooh. Chad Kroger is a good vocalist. He's a great songwriter. I, will, I would go to a Nickelback concert. I'm not ashamed to it. And I think there's a lot of people out there oh. who are Nickelback fans. Man, you are. You're giving voice to the voiceless, Coop. That's what you're doing. You're, you're a hero. Someday you're is a, a good song. Someday is a good song. And, and I don't Look, they sell albums. So obviously someone likes these songs. Like if they're that bad, I don't I don't understand. When does this backlash come on Nickelback? I, I guess I don't understand it. Could you do you have any insight? Well, why there's a bash on for Nickel? me, part of it is that they're terrible. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> I think I don't like. I okay. This is what I think. Now I don't like Nickelback, but I'll leave that aside. Okay. 
because but I I don't like Nickelback, but I don't like a lot of bands. But that doesn't mean that I like bash them. Like I don't think the only band that I bash is is Limp Bizkit because I think they're terrible. They're but, terrible. I we're in agreement with that. And, 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 the, so, and the black, so, I don't like the Black Crows, but that's another day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> love the Black Crows. But anyway, like there's a lot of bands people don't like, but they don't bash. I think the reason they get bashed is I don't know if it's like people think they're too commercial, maybe. Like, I don't know. I don't know about the bashing. I don't know about that. If, if it's like it's it, if it's I don't know if it's just like people try and take out all of what they don't like about early 2000s music on Nickelback. I don't know, Coop. But I, I don't think they should be bashed. Like, I mean, I, people I cannot like them. But I mean, I constantly hear. Uh, but the interesting thing about I constantly hear this, but the brand's kind of taken this with stride and they kind of yeah. embrace it is what they've kind of done. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Creed took a lot of hits for the yes. same reason. You know, to, yeah. that, that early to the Creed took a lot of the hits. And, and I can, you know, I actually understand a little bit of Creed piece because they take yeah. like Mark Tremonti, in my opinion, he tends to over guitar play sometimes. On songs, yeah. Right? But I, and I and I can see maybe that argument on Nickelback. I think Chad Kroger can over guitar play sometimes. But mm. but but some days a really good song. Uh, I, I love like when it's on, I listen. Um. I'd love to hear it live uh, for sure. And, uh, you know, they've done a good job for the most part. The, 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 the core members, there's three members that have stayed together the whole thing, but the rest of the band's been a little bit of a revolving door. Yeah. Yeah. I love that that song's on there. Yep. And I love yeah. you for putting it on there. So you got it. It's do. amazing. Yep. That's what I you love it. Do. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, as it. soon as you, you talked about it being more divisive than Starship, I'm like, oh, he's got a Nickelback song on here. <laughs> But wait, there's oh. one more. Oh, I can't. I can. <laughs> there's one more. <laughs> well, I'll get through my next ones really quick. No, no, I mean, go, go, go. We have to do. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do uh, I got the hat on. It's Bieber. But I you, tell people but I but like just like, Bieber. You like the Biebs. We all know you like the Biebs, though. I know. I'm just saying in general. My wife said I had to put, <laughs> I had to put it out here. She's like, right, you got right. to put the Biebs on there. <laughs> uh, I sing to it. I love it. Uh, the track I have is Mark My Words because it's a great song. So I'm in Sorry, at least it wasn't Peaches. At least it wasn't Peaches. Oh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just one of those people like you have to be kidding me. Like if, you know, like if I if I brought off a guest DJ like Matt Booth or somebody and I put a Justin Bieber song on there, he would be like, what are you? Is this a joke? Like, what are you talking about? But uh, but yeah, love it. Love the Biebs. Got the hat. Love the Biebs. You are he, I mean, he he's sort of like a vessel for love and hate as well. He similar is. To, uh, to he is, but I think he, you know, he was starting to kind of move out of that zone. Mm, he's moving back and then, it, and he moved back in. Peaches just killed him. <laughs> Peaches is awful. I'm sorry. Dude. I think he's. I think he's trying to move back into that zone. <laughs> uh, I gotta hear your last one, Coop. I have no idea. I mean, right. we got Starship. And Nickelback, and you're like, oh, just wait. Like, I can't imagine what All the right. last one is. All right. The problem is I don't know who really did the last one, right? You so are a- you are just dropping bombs at the end right. of your songs, by the way. <laughs> right. I do like this song, but I don't know who really the artist is. It's the problem with this, right? So the, oh, song's, okay. from, the song's from 1988, and it was by a duo that oh. had massive success, and it all came crashing down on them. Ooh. And the duo... 
we don't know who the duo actually was, but it, it was it's Millie. Oh no, Millie it, Vanilli. Okay, yep. Yeah, and, and it's baby. Don't forget my number. <laughs> ba, 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 baby. Let me tell you, that, I was singing that song forever when it was on. Before they, my heart was broken when this whole scandal came out that it wasn't really those two guys, right? And I'm like, okay, can we just get the guys? Who did, can we just say, all right, it was some other two guys that did it because the songs were good. That was one of my favorite songs in 1988. <laughs> you are unbelievable. Now, that's got to be the biggest scandal in music, surely. It, it, the, I, don't, I don't absolve anyone from the scandal, but I like the music was still the music is where I'm going. Oh, no. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying in, in terms of scandals go, that has to be the biggest music scandal. Yeah. That, is, yeah. that has to be because they won Grammys. They, they? Won, they had to give the Grammys back. <laughs> they had to give them back. Did, did they eventually say who did the, did the original artist eventually put out a record? I think they did. And it didn't work out. Right. And I think yeah. Robin, I think the guys, Robin Fab, who were the who were the faces of those band. Right. God, Robin. Yeah. Right. But how are they? Di- you know, how are they different? You know, you look back at this today and we've embraced. I know this is a little different, but we've embraced Daft Punk. We've embraced Gorillas. Right. Yeah. If yes. they didn't lie about it, if they didn't lie about it, they probably would have been, you know, they probably could have kind of gotten away with it. Right. But or if or if you think, yeah. Yeah, or if you think the artists are too, like, ugly or whatever, just have, I don't know, just, like, don't put them in the video. Like, I don't know. You got to think of something better than that. Right. But, but you know, they're, they're I mean, they won the best new artists. Um, and, um, you know, one of them died. Actually, one of those two, I think, died. Um, very yeah. young. Rob, I think, died. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, you know. Man. I remember when the story started coming out about it. This is before Internet or anything. But, you know, there were, these were the old prodigy boards we used to have. And I remember and I'm like, I just thought it was noise. Right. And then it turned out to be nope. true. Like I said, they tried to come out. There was like a real I think there was uh, the I think what happened is the, the, the artists who did it tried to come out as real million vanilla. And then they went they, as Robin Fab. But it, it was just it was. Yeah, it, it, so, yeah, they it put was like out a bad a, yeah. scandal. Yeah, it it was such a bad, and I think the other thing that happened to them was the music business changed a lot. Like the sound started really changing. Their sound was a late '80s sound, not an early '90s sound. Yes. Oh, I just I can't. I, I look. I like that song. I'll play that song. <laughs> um, I have the I have the CD, but look, I didn't buy any of the CDs after that. I had the, I only, I didn't burn the CD. No, I'm telling people. I'm. I gotta say that. I mean. I, I like your last three have been such heavy hitters <laughs> in the surprise category that I even forgot that you had Moon Zappa on your list. I didn't even remember. <laughs> we, I took this very seriously. Oh, I love it. I, my last one, this is a band I love. I love the whole band. So the surprise isn't like, oh my God, I love the song, but I hate the band. I love the band. This is going even older. This is, when is this? I just got to look this up real quick, Coop. This has got to be 70s. Let me look. Let me look. 70s. It's got to be. Um, let me look. Let me look here. It has got to be. It was released in 1971. The big year. Big year, the big year of music. Uh, how, how this, how this, you know, didn't make it into our 
into our thing. Uh, off of the line band, very like depressing in a lot of ways. This duo, it is the Carpenters Coop, a band oh. I love, with oh. the song Superstar. I love the Carpenters. Wait, wait. I didn't see this one coming, Dave. <laughs> I didn't see this I, one coming. I saved it, saved it for the end. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard you mention the Carpenters. <laughs> well, you know, I love the Carpenters. The what's that? What's that? Rainy days and Mondays always bring yeah. it down. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, what super Karen Carpenter, man. Like, like very heartbreaking story, Karen. But I mean, the Tommy the... boy, the Tommy boy scene gave that song oh. new life. Oh. <laughs> Don't I you love... remember you told you love me, baby? <laughs> baby, 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 oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, wow. I just love the Carpenters. And that was interesting because, again, you go back to that Tommy Boy movie. They had a moment, uh, David Spade and Chris Farley, where they're, you know, in the car. And they're like, you like this song? Yeah. You like this song? Yeah. And then they, then they start singing along with it. It's like, so it's, a, it's like a perfect type of song for that you know for this for this uh exercise we went through oh i love it i love uh i listen to the carpenters yep. all the time love the carpenters wow wow that's a good one Dave. <laughs> that was a good Why? one Dave. i'm glad i could uh surprise you there's and then even we gotta do this again because even think going through this list I thought of a lot of songs that I should have put on here that would have been a bit more of a surprise for you. Yeah, and, and it, there were a few like I, I had, and, and like I said, I had about 25, so we could definitely do another one of these. You were that. dropping nuclear bombs. I don't know if like I could drop the nuclear bombs like, like these three again. That's going to be, I just, I, I did put the bombs out there. I, I, said, I said there was going to be some big ones. I'm going to get hate mail. You can send it to Coop at cigar <laughs> But here's uh, the thing, though, man. Like music's music. It's for people to enjoy. If you enjoy it, someone else doesn't. I mean, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. They can go to hell, Coop. Right. That's what, that's what they can do. Just keep your, you know, keep the politics at the door and just 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 do your thing. And you know, listen, to, enjoy the music for what it is. Uh, it's that's fun right. to kind of debate that's the like, music. Yeah. It's like what Dolly Parton said in the musical nine to five. So there was like a video yeah. screen that had Dolly like narrating bits of the musical. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she said at the end. She said, if you enjoyed the, if you enjoyed it, go tell your friends. If you didn't like it, keep your mouth shut. Right. <laughs> what she said. Uh, and so I agree. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at your list. That is fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I would have to say just in the final thoughts here, I think, man, I got to say for you, the biggest surprise for me has to be Millie Vanilli. It has to be. <laughs> I, it was nickel pack before. <laughs> Like even more so than that, because Nickelback, like, yeah, I'm OK. Like people still like them. Like there's a bit of a thing there. Yeah. That's OK. Yeah. Like, they're not horrible. Like, I don't think yeah. they're terrible. Yeah. Um, But like, OK. And then <laughs> Millie Vanilli, like, whoa, that threw me. <laughs> but that that I had no people. I would have like it was a number one song guess. before everything fell apart. The song people love that song before. Oh, no. Right? I mean, the song. I, yeah. I understand enjoying the song. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, but if you were to tell me to guess a band that's on your list of 10 and I get like hundreds of years to do it, I still would not have guessed that band. <laughs> that wow. is very surprising. 
But no, I, I wonder. I wonder if the listeners are equally surprised by some of these uh, picks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I want you to go back and hear the Wobble song because I think you'll be surprised that I picked. Oh, that I gotta song hear before. the Wobble. Song. And I think you, I guarantee you've heard this song before. I probably that, have. It, it's just like I said. It, it's a. Uh... <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I can't. Oh, so what was like the biggest, the biggest surprise out of my list for you? Oh. It was definitely the the Carpenters one. <laughs> I, I did not see that one coming. We did a whole show in 1971. You didn't even mention it. I don't think you ever <laughs> mentioned the Carpenters before. Uh, so yeah, it was it was that one for sure. I'll, I might listen to the Carpenters right after this. Wait, rattle uh, off your rattle off your ten again. Okay, here's so one. here's my ten real quick for everybody. Yep. Uh huh. Got My Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black Parade. I knew that one ahead of time, so yeah, that one. Judy Collins sending the clowns. A surprise. Not a yeah. Anything by Pravarati. Anything he's ever done. Yeah, I was surprised who you reminded me about the jukebox thing. Yeah. Kermit the Frog Rainbow Connection. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise for sure. <laughs> TLC Waterfalls. Big surprise on that one. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. I wanted that way. That was a big surprise as well. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> the one that your grandfather despises. Christopher Cross with Arthur's theme. Uh, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> That's a. Well, Blackpink, how you like that? Now we're starting to get ones you probably knew of that one. That one only because you had you had it on the on the, on the website, yeah. Uh, Beebs with mark my words, you probably figured that. Yeah, I figured that, and then and then the Carpenters superstar. Yep, yep. And then and what I about have... go through your ten here? The Wobble, I gotta hear. The Wobble by Vic, Valley Girl by Frank and Moon Zappa. <laughs> That's a big surprise, yeah. Uh, Ashley Simpson pieces of As- me. Ashley Simpson wasn't a massive surprise because I knew I think I knew you kind of liked her. Some of the audience will probably be surprised on that one. though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rick Derringer's <laughs> Real American. <laughs> that's a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Rick Dees and his cast of idiots. Disco Duck. That's yeah. That's a surprise. Wright said Fred's I'm too sexy. That that is that's that's a shocker. That one. <laughs> Demi Lovato's confident. Demi Lovato. Not so much. I mean, it is a surprise, but I could see it. Okay, so that's that's <laughs> the next one. Starship, we built the city. Okay, so Starship, Coop says Starship, and I'm like, wow, here's the big bomb he's dropping, because it's such a divisive band. Like yeah. the song, not really the band, the song itself it's is so panned. divisive. It's panned. I know. It, it, that I'm like, well, this is the bomb. Yeah. The other two is just going to be other people I've never heard of. Right. And then, and then comes the next two. Nickelback someday. That was that was. Anything that I would have picked like, at Nickelback would have been a surprise, though. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. the the <laughs> artists that were called Millie Vanilli, Baby Don't Forget My Number. That's a shock. <laughs> that that was like, that was like, you know, those movies with like the really rich person that has like a <laughs> monocle. Right. And they get surprised and it like drops in their tea or their soup or whatever. That that would be me. My yeah. monocle in the soup. If I had, if I was drinking my Pepsi Max, I would have spit it all over the screen. Yep. Oh, God, that was brilliant. That was great. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll try and do this again. It'd be good to hear from people what they thought. You can tweet I, us yeah. or go on the, the Facebook uh, thread on it. It's already sort of started people yeah. like um, yeah. talking about stuff. Yeah, we've got good suggestions. I think people... Had a couple. Uh, there was one in each of our vibes. Like, Cause I think one was on yours. Um, yeah. And one yeah. was kind of related to mine. Yeah. 
Oh, but let's uh, let's do a fight. Let's do a cigar wrap up and get a new music here, Coop. Yeah, um, I'm smoking the. I'm s- uh, yeah, go ahead. You go first. Oh, no, like I'm smoking mine pretty slow for me. Um, if you like the San Andreas wrapper, you're going to love this cigar, I think. It's so chocolatey and rich and it's a great cigar. And I haven't had to touch it up like at all. No, it's a good cigar. I mean, I, I want to try it. It's, a, it's, you know, it's crown head. So we know they're doing good stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how fast they're moving. Um, cigar Hustler has some. I don't know how how fast they're going. It is a limited, so you might want to get onto it. If you know, you, when if I was in interested. Nashville, they didn't have any of them. Really? When I was in Nashville, yeah. Um, but you know, again, that's the hometown. They 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 tend to sell the Crown Head cigars fast there, is what I was told. Um, so you know, they right. uh, the place I went to get their cigars right from their warehouse there, and they right. they tend to go fast, is what I've been told. So. Right. Um, I'm smoking this Julius Caesar at, at two Brute. It's the shark size. This is a wonderful size of the Julius Caesar blend, which I think is a very underrated blend. It's kind of got this sweetness to it, a little bit of nougat, a slight chocolate note. There's some cedar that comes up in it. Um, you know, shark sizes aren't necessarily my favorite size. Okay. Um, like I tend to like, um, you know, the, the Añejos in the other sizes more. Uh, same with they did an Opus X one I didn't, uh, but the Julius Caesar I think is the best one of the better performing ones in the sh- not that they're bad performing but I think this is the best of the three. Uh, just the blend works really well with this uh, with the tapering. Uh, Construction is pretty good with this. Um, you know it's, the the draw is really good. Sometimes the shark mm. has a little more open draw than I prefer. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, these are hard to track down, but if you, you get your hands on them, uh, do so. Hmm. And that leads us into our new music 45. I got to do one thing before we do music. Before we write. I, I got to announce go the prize winners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. That. Uh, so from Battle of the Bands, uh, 90s Madness edition, uh, you know, everyone's been retweeting. Thank you for everyone for participating. Uh, three people were picked at random. And I'm glad this first person was picked for this prize because he's not in the U.S., but I can send him this prize. Uh, it's Mitchell uh, S. He goes by Mickey. Uh, underscore S, he wins the Vinyl Me Please gift gift certificate. So nice. I can send that to him electronically because I couldn't send these other things. Yeah. Would be too expensive to ship. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chase, who is goes by the handle I'm a Texan Texican eight, uh, wins the Al yeah. Bradley ashtray. Oh, nice. Yep. And Habila, Habila, uh, who goes by L V N G A D R M, living a dream kind of. She wins the Drew mm-hmm. State ashtray. So nice. I will. Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll be reaching out to them as well. Uh, we'll get your prizes sent to you. That oh, was a fantastic. tough. That was, tough. was we had a lot more retweets than we did in the past. Uh, mm. So we had much higher voting this year, especially in the later rounds. So congratulations to everyone. Thanks to everyone for participating. Um, we do appreciate it. No, yeah, I know yeah, we have a show. We'll, we'll have the, yeah, we'll have that show coming up like sometime. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We're going to do an album archaeology on the winner who has never mind. Um, we'll we'll sort that out and yeah. By the way, I I've already been taking hits on this. Like people, how did Nevermind win? I'm like, did you hey, vote? I got it yesterday. I was in a cigar store. Nevermind. I'm like, Nevermind hey. won this thing easily, guys. It's they had the the Dr. Dre was the closest, but Nevermind won this tournament mm. very easily. So there was no question that Hector is a deserving winner, and, and that album's a deserving yeah. winner of the tournament. So yeah, I mean, you got you got to vote, man. 
Yeah, if you want, do it. Uh, want your thing in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's let's get to new music. Forty five, uh, sponsored by Cigar Hustler, located in Deltona, Florida. Um, they have a great selection of uh, you know boutiques, uh, tried and true brands. Uh, great customer service, great lounge. Um, sorry I didn't get into the lounge longer, Mike. Uh, it was, it was a very tough trip this one with my time. Uh, but certainly, uh, if you can't get online, go to uh, cigarhustler.com, get on their mailing list, um, and you can get um, you can get a bunch of um, like like their the new releases. And mm. you want to get on that mailing? Some of that stuff goes very very fast. Um, as far as um, as far as that goes, um, I just saw something come up on Hustler today. I don't remember right. what it was. Do you remember what it was? Ah, uh, I haven't looked. Yeah, something. Oh, the La Carems. The, the uh, right. La Carems, the Bellicosas are in. Ah, so I will be getting some of those. People I, love that. People love that. Bear yeah. and I love that cigar. Uh, yeah, so you want to you want to get on that one. Um, I did pick up some. They have, a, they have their own brand. Postani, and they do some also offshoots so with Matt Booth and Espinosa. But I did pick up some more bears in um, the one a lot, cigar, but I picked cigar. up some in Miami. I found some in Miami, yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. So, yeah, be sure to, to, to check check them out, get on the email list. Yeah. Uh, and now some new stuff, Coop. So, the new music for the A and B, I'm going to go with, like we said, we haven't had a show in a while. So I'm going to go with the two biggest records yeah. that have been released. Um, and we're going to start off with Kendrick Lamar. So his record, uh, more on the Big Steppers, came out. And it's Father Time is a track I chose. So not all the songs on the album hit for me, but the ones that do hit are really, really good. Uh, so this sort of talks about toxic masculinity, sort of learning how to be a father from your father and if you know the damage that can do if if um you know you don't uh question some of those things which is sort of themes that run throughout the record um talking about intergenerational trauma and things like that sometimes they hit sometimes they don't but this is quite a good song so that's my side a side b harry styles of course with his new record harry's house is the other big release uh, Boyfriends is the track I chose. Uh, as it was, it's probably the big single off that record, but uh, Boyfriends is going to be the other big one. Uh, I don't think lyrically it's the best record, but his vocals are amazing. And this, this, the vocals on this are really good. So that's my B. What do you think? And, what do you think of the opening track on that uh, music for a sushi restaurant? Oh well, it's like it's like a it's like a, a, a like a one one to one Prince cover almost. I mean, it's well, very, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely say I, I like that track. Yeah, it's a good track. It's very Prince though, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's but uh, but yeah, it was it, like there was that and the sushi, the grape juice, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I kind of he likes his food theme. Doesn't yeah, he? he had this food theme going with that. Yeah. Um. And the Art of Archaeology, so this is an album I love that people are surprised. It's Def Leppard Hysteria. Yeah, it is. Let's see that one with you. That's an 80s, that's like an 80s LA oh. band. Yeah. Yeah, very, very hair, or very glam. It is super overproduced. Robert, but, um, Robert Lang produced it. Shania's ex husband. Yeah. He kicked very, him to the curb. <laughs> very overproduced. But very overproduced. I love the, I love the record. It's a lot of treble, not a lot of bass, but it's great. Get out your hairspray. Live it up a bit. 
uh, I think I actually, yeah, I actually think that's a very good album. I, um, you know, it's funny that I like pour. I probably pour some sugar on me is my favorite track on that album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's a good, I think that is their, uh, peak album for sure. Yeah. I would agree with that, but yeah. like way overproduced. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but no great show coop. Very surprising. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was a great concept you had. Uh, so thank you very much um, for coming up with this. Thanks for your patience with my schedule as well. Oh, no, um, we'll be yeah, we'll be talking. I know we'll have some shows in June uh, for sure. So Dave and I will coordinate that and what the topics are going to be. Um, and uh, we probably should update our planning at some point as well um, to do that. But yeah, we have some I know there's some other things in the queue we still want to do. And of course, mm. the album archaeology uh, will have that coming up um, with Hector and John. So, mm. not yeah. great, great. Yep. yep. Uh, but I'll close it out if we're all set. Close that's, it out, Coop. Yep. That's going to wrap up Primetime Jukebox episode 71 into the annals of history for this late May 2022. Uh, be kind with your hate mail to me. And uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see everybody next time. Take care. <laughs>